What's up, guys? I'm Sherrier Adnan, and today I'm here with my first ever fantasy football podcast. Currently, we're in week 11, so we're going to be talking about a couple of things with my friends. I got Pranav here, and I got Raj. Say what's up. Hello. What's up, guys? All right, so these are, these are two of my friends. They know a good amount about fantasy football, and we're just going to bounce ideas off each other, talk about our rest of the season rankings from this point moving forward. Then after that, it's going to be followed by our pick for week 11. And then finally, we're going to think about uh, a breakout player, someone that's under the radar who we think is going to do well, week 11. So starting out, QB. My QB one for the rest of the season is Patrick Mahomes. I mean, Chiefs offense passes a lot, and he has a pretty good schedule coming up. So I think it's just undoubtedly Patrick Mahomes has to be the number one option. Well, not have Mahomes first? Oh, Rod does it. Rod does it. Oh, so you I don't know. Explain your argument now. So, Dean from Allen, Texas. Um, there's this kid on the Arizona Cardinals named Kyler Murray. And that's all I got to say. Basically, he does the heavy load on the running game on the Cardinals. Like, Kenyon Drake's good. Like, but, like, they don't really have, like, he's part of the run game now. Plus, I think he's, like, eighth in rushing yards out of any, like, out of running backs, too. Like, he has 612 yards. So, See, like, that, takes, that, that on top me. of the passing touchdowns, and the high-scoring game, like, what's the Cardinals' points for games been? Like, I don't know that off the top of my head. But they like, score still, a lot. They, they're they involved in a lot of shootouts. They, I mean, yeah. yeah, Kyler's the center of that offense. But I feel that's, like – That's a good yeah. point. But Chiefs' offense is – I know. It's not Chiefs' level. But like, when you have, when you have it at, like, Mahomes schedule. almost that level. But then Kyler's also – like, The schedule, though. Oh, I haven't that's the tiebreaker. Schedule's the tiebreaker for me. Yeah, I just, I just they're think, both good. I just think uh, Patrick Mahomes' arm, his consistency, I think that puts him over the top. But I did. I did have Kyler as my number two because Kyler also does have a pretty good schedule. He has rushing upside, rushing touchdowns. He has a good connection with D-Hop along with the rest of his receivers. I think he's just week in, week out. He's a threat. And I, that's why I just have the same top five. What's your, what's your fourth? Fourth? I mean, third. Third is Russ, right? Third is Russ. Yeah, you got okay, Russ third that. as well, Raj. What's your third? Uh, my my third is Russ. Yeah, Russ. Okay. All right. Yeah. So we got we got two with Patty Kyler Russ, Kyler, and we Patty. got one Kyler Patty Russ. All right, number four, I went with Aaron Rodgers. I think this season Same. he's been all right. Yeah, I think this season he's been on fire with Devontae Adams, and then Alan Lazard coming back. It's just gonna bolster his stats, and not to mention his schedule is not. It's not pretty bad. He has he has a couple of easy uh, matchups coming up, and I think he can do pretty well. Uh, my fourth is a little bit different from like the norm. All right, let's give me Brady. It's Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah, it's just Tom Brady. Well, I'm I'm right said, like I thought we said like actual ranking. <laughs> <laughs> the main reason is because you know he's on my fantasy team, but also playoff schedule is a tiebreaker. This man has look at his playoff schedule. Minnesota, Atlanta, which is the number one worst passing defense like in the league, and then Detroit. That's for playoff. Upcoming, he does have LA and Kansas City. But like he's been okay during red matchups. Like he had 19, 14, 14, and 31, which is decent. And then also like with the yeah. weapons he has, it's like he's gonna get touchdown. Especially since uh, Bruce Arians is pass first, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess it. I guess it depends because two weeks ago they ran for the all-time low five. They had five rushes, and then yeah. last week they were just passing all around because 
He does. I mean, yeah, Brady does have a lot of weapons. I just feel like Aaron Rodgers has that sort of consistency with him. And he has that connection with his receivers. So that's why I put him up there. I feel like fantasy team is like the main reason. Yeah, there's a there. All right, number five. Um, a lot of people had him lower, I feel like. But I brought him back up. Lamar Jackson, LJ. Rushing upside, I think, is just is just the key thing for me, as well as good matchups. Even though he has passing, he's had passing struggles this year, I think those easier matchups are going to come through, and he'll probably regain some of that, some of what he did in that MVP campaign last year. I'm just saying Lamar's trash. Like, he's pretty uh, bad this season. I think okay. Lamar's been garbage. Nothing like an MVP. Garbage, but I still have him six. I still have him six because, like, when he's trash, he's still a good QB. So if he bounce, if he, like, regains – like his, I guess, passing abilities from last season, which he seemed to have lost, he would be like up there. See, like I, even I, at I like his worst, he's pretty good. As a as a player, he hasn't been playing up to standard at all. But just given that this is fantasy football, his rushing yeah. upside alone, I think, puts him in that top five category. And then that like he's had some hard matchups so far. So I think once those easier matchups come, they'll start getting his rhythm back in the passing game. So that's why I put him at five. So you said you had Lamar at six. Who'd you who'd you put at five? So I went with who I drafted originally. Everyone thought he was a bust. Everyone, all of ESPN thought he was a bust. So clearly we're better than ESPN uh, podcast or like those rankers or whatever. I went with Josh Allen because... That's my problem. Oh, you did? You did? Nice, nice, yeah. nice. So the Bills offense this year, because Josh Allen's had struggles, but every season he's he's gotten like way better. And this season he pretty much broke out. And you can see that... The Bills clearly focus on the passing game. Like, they have two running backs, Singletary and Moss, and if they only had one, I feel like they would also be fantasy or irrelevant in fantasy because the Bills are probably one of the most pass-heavy offenses. And Josh Allen has an underrated uh, rushing upside. He still has some good running abilities. So, Yeah, so I think, I think for me from last year, I think his rushing – Upside might have taken uh, like a bit of a downtick because uh, Zach Moss is now their uh, goal line carrier. And I feel like last year they gave uh, Allen a few more rushing opportunities just because of Singletary's fumbling issues. But I feel like now they, they feel secure with Moss at the goal line. Uh, not to say that Allen, Josh Allen isn't a bad player. Like I, ha- I still have him as six as mine right after Lamar Jackson because he does have rushing ability. I feel like it's just, it's just not at the level that it was last year. And also, given his upcoming schedule, I mean, he has games against the Patriots, the Niners, and the Steelers, which are all top-ranked defenses in the league. So I feel like, although he'll do well, I don't think he'll be at the level of those five other guys. Raj, who'd you have at that slot, number six? I had Josh Allen at five. At, at five. So would you have at six? Oh, yeah, yeah. At six, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. For now? Yeah. I had Lamar at six. Oh, yeah, Lamar. Yeah, I don't like Aaron Rodgers. Actually, I kind of so, like him now because I've been watching his interviews, but... <laughs> Siraj, just curious, where did where did you have Lamar Jackson? Uh, I had him at eight. eight. After Justin Herbert, yeah. Justin Herbert at seven. Okay. Yes. My my number seven he was. Like, yeah. Yeah. He's yeah, no, like he's been looking so good. Like just stats aside, just it's like he's calm in the pocket. His throws are like Josh Allen type throws, not Patrick Mahomes type throws, because those are like on another level. But they're like they can just. He can dot anyone up at any point in the field. And then also, like, his schedule, look at it. I don't think there's a red. The rest, there's New England. But, like, New England, that defense, it's, it's still really respectable. 
but there's been times where it's, they've been tortured. Like, the Chargers are surprising everyone. But, like, other than that, they have the Jets, Buffalo, Atlanta, uh, Denver, Las Vegas. Like, with that type of schedule, he's going to go off. Especially with the – like, he also has really good weapons. It's just that other parts of his team aren't really helping him. But Mike Williams, who's, like, emerging. Keenan Allen's also playing really well. Those are only two receivers I mean, actually know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Hunter Henry, tight end. He's, yeah, he's yeah, been getting yeah. involved, too. He's been getting work. I feel like I like Herbert, I but I, I've, I favored, I favored the uh, experience a bit more. So for me, number seven was Deshaun Watson. I feel like his I rushing, the same. yeah, his rushing upside, his throwing ability, like just his pocket awareness, the way he just, the way he plays. I think there's no way that he that he does bad. There's no way he should be ranked lower than seven because he's just, he just plays yeah, at so, an elite level. So the Watson, I was curious. Huh? Go ahead. I just think the Texans like they've been. It's been hard for them to find the end zone a lot of a lot of times. Like he is putting up good numbers. There's exactly. Not, like like even, even yeah, he's not he's not even playing as he was last year. I feel like that's what I'm saying. Like I think there's no way that he keeps on playing poorly. I'm not saying that he's been playing poorly, but there's yeah. been some games where he just hasn't looked like himself. I feel like I feel like he re- regains that confidence and starts playing well. He's also very matchup based, and like if you look at his next matchups, like Indiana, Chicago, Indiana again, New England, like. And again, Actually, like I'm a I'm a counter that because I was curious about Watson's production. So I calculated his splits with Bill O'Brien, right? So first four games, Bill O'Brien was the head coach. He averaged 18 and a half points first four games. Mm-hmm. That was his average. So after they fired Bill O'Brien, oh yeah, went up. His next his his next five games, including his 14 point uh, game against Cleveland, which was trash. He's averaging 24 points, so like six and points also, above uh, like having Bill O'Brien. Yeah, and I'll also throw in, in that Cleveland matchup, that was the game that was just heavy rain, heavy wind, so no one scored. Yeah, I think that was, entire game, that entire like game had 17 points. Yeah, seven, 7 to 10. But also, uh, like even though I do agree with you, Deshaun Watson is 7, those first four Bill O'Brien uh, games with the old coach, uh, those were all hard matchups. I mean, exactly. Chiefs, Ravens, Steelers. I still, I still think that the coaching change has helped Watson. It's just like to see how he, how will he do against these tougher defenses? Yeah, yeah next but then again, he's only had one tough defense to prove himself against. That's true. Green Bay, and he had twenty four against them. So maybe against New England, he can also do good because that's his. That was his only tough matchup since then, and he still did good. Yeah, I we'll think I think he's like I think he's like one of those fringe twenty points per game QBs because he's not. I mean, now just because of matches, but normally I'd I'd put him more like mid twenties. Mm-hmm. But now I think with these matches, I think he can still score twenty, even though these are tough matchups. Just because of just because of like confidence, how he's grown as the season has progressed. Okay, so who do you have eighth? Eighth, I have Tom Brady. So yes. yeah, again. I, I went I went with the experience, like I said, over Justin Herbert, who I have at nine. Brady, I just feel like he has all these weapons, Godwin, Evans, Gronk, now A B. I mean I that's just that's just an insane lineup. And also not to mention his playoff schedule, Tom Brady plays some of the worst defenses and allowing points to QBs he has. He has the Vikings, which aren't awful, they're middling. Falcons, which are the no that they, they give up the number one points. To receivers, I mean to QBs, and then the Detroit Lions, who are also not that, we're just not that good. So I think I think these are all smash spots for Tom Brady, and I think he keeps rolling. So my next rankings were Herbert and Brady. So I was deciding between them eight and nine, 
And the tiebreaker for me was the defense. And Tampa Bay has been crazy on the run. Their pass defense is also really good. And Chargers have been blowing, like, every game. They've been blowing to the – they've been giving opposing teams so many points. I went with Herbert just for that because there's going to be higher scoring games. And they the defense can't shut down the opposing teams. Yeah. So, with so with me, what I, what I favored was the weapons because Brady has the receivers that I named. I mean, Herbert, Keenan Allen has been playing amazing, like unbelievably this season. Mike Williams, he's, he's also been playing pretty well. But beyond them, even Hunter Henry, like he's involved a bit, but he doesn't get that much work as, as a Gronk would. So I feel like just the amount of weapons and how good these weapons are, that's why I gave Brady the little slight uh, improvement there. So that's why I have them 8-9, but they are very close in my opinion. Wide receiver ranking. Also, just to, just to con- conclude my QB rankings, I had Roethlisberger at 10 mm. just because of weapons alone. Oh, yeah, okay. All right, so wide receiver. I had uh, Lamar, Deshaun, and then I actually don't know my last two. I think I had, like, Derek Carr because, like, low-key, even though, like, he's in second. Like, no, no, no. All right, you're right, you're right. I saw Post, and I was like, he's going to come back playing so amazing. Let's let's look at his stats. Okay, he has on waivers for our league, which is a little bit sad. I don't know why I'm putting him on the top ten. Okay, never mind. He had a seven-point game against Denver. Yeah, he's he's decent, yeah, he's but he's not top ten. Yeah, on your he's, he's, he's been playing good, yeah. though. For the Raiders. I don't know how I picked for ten. Hmm. I mean, okay, I might have seen him run through it. All right, let's go. So, number one, Devontae Adams. He's been playing insane. He's leading uh, all wide receivers in scoring, and he hasn't even played all of his games, so, which is that that's just insane, the way he's been playing. So, I had him at one. Number two, I had DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, he's also – he's just a beast on the field. Fantasy-wise, he gets targets, he gets fed, and he gets touchdowns. So, that's all you can ask for from a receiver. So, I had D-Hop at, uh, at two. Number three, I went Tyreek Hill. Sammy Watkins lightly coming back, which is going to dip his targets a bit. But still, Tyreek is the number one wide receiver on that team by a good amount. And I think just his deep threat, his end zone, his red zone threat, he's going to be a top three option rest of the season. And given uh, he has he has some pretty good matchups coming up. Number four, uh, DK Metcalf. He's been playing. He's been playing well a couple of down games, except I think overall you don't. You don't bet against DK Metcalf because he's been playing well, consistent, consistent for the most part. He had two four-point games, but other than that, he's been averaging about 20 a game for fantasy. And that's why I think DK Metcalf, number four, and Russ, dotting him up, of course. Russ has been playing amazing, uh, barring last game against the Rams. That, was, that wasn't the best, but he's been dotting him up. So, number five, Keenan Allen. Talked about him. Justin Herbert playing the way that he is. Dang, I disagree, man. Where, where do you have right, so top five rankings? Diggs you got five. any different differences? Huh? I have Stephon Diggs at five, and then I think um, – wait, what was – can you say your top four again? Devontae Adams, DeAndre Hopkins, Tyreek Hill, DK Metcalf, and then – I switched DK and Tyreek. Because Tyreek – okay, Tyreek's been going off like these last like few weeks. But then when I had him like the first six weeks of the season, he was good, but then he'd get like 19 points with like a touchdown, which is – or like two touchdowns, like 21 points with two touchdowns. So like one, he's one, still one. Perform- he's still producing, but like fantasy wise, only have those- two two yeah. touchdown games. Okay, okay, yeah. But yeah, yeah. I feel like on the Chiefs, he got to get his TDs though. Yeah, so he got, my- he was, yeah, he got fifteen with a touchdown, twenty-one with a touchdown. That's fine. But like a lot of these twenty-point games include a touchdown, whereas there's other receivers who get twenty-point games 
without touchdowns. I mean, even Tyreek, he's heavily based on touchdowns. He scores touchdowns all the time. So I guess that's what it I just, it just depends, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I thought you were talking about DK. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but, but like what me and Sherry were trying to say is it's likely going to continue because he's on the Chiefs. Yeah, true, yeah. true. I, that's why just for fantasy, I like players who score the amount without touchdowns because then whenever I have them, they don't score those touchdowns. This is how it works. <laughs> but like, last yeah. few games have been amazing whenever he has two. But like, Look, if you take away the two receiving touchdowns against New York, then it's just 13 points, which is still, like, 130 yards or, like, mm-hmm. without PPR. I don't know how much without. Like, 90 yards because he had four, t- four catches then. Or no, mm-hmm. he only had four receptions. Yeah, I mean, so he's, he's more of a deep threat. I feel like, I feel like yes. DK gets fed a bit more. But he exactly. is also, he's also a deep threat. He I mean, is also a deep threat, yeah. Like, I, no, I think really, really good. Just I mean, Patty, Patty has an that. amazing arm, so I think they both. I think they Patty both are very similar. Yeah, yeah. Similar offenses, similar position. Yeah. So mine were the exact same as shares, except I had Julio at five and Keenan at six. So I'm assuming you got Julio like six or seven. I had Julio at six. Yeah. Yeah. I, so I just think those two. Yeah, because I mean, with Ridley, it co- it becomes a bit a bit clogged, like a bit mm-hmm. uh, taking targets away from each other. But then at the same time, Julio is just Julio. He's one of the best receivers, one of the most consistent receivers for the past, I don't know how many years, but he's been balling. So I had, I had to put him at six. Uh-huh. All right. And then, yeah, Stephon Diggs, Raj had him at five. I have him at seven. Uh, just that connection with Josh Allen. He's been playing Wait, really well. Why is Stephon well. over Julio? He's under Julio. I mean, under Julio. Like, why is he, like, worse than Julio? I mean, I don't know. I just feel like there's a couple of tough matchups with Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen. He does a good job of, I think, spreading out his targets. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Cole Beasley gets involved. John Brown gets involved. Whereas uh, Julio, yeah, Julio, Julio gets like consistent targets, consistent looks. So For it's, me, it's, it's a slight edge. It's because uh, Stephon, he score, he like exactly, he like scores all these points without any touchdowns, like 17 without touchdown, 15 without That's touchdown. Julio's specialty, no touchdowns. Exactly, yeah, Julio. Yeah, yeah, but- Who's been doing it better, Stefan or Julio? Because then Stefan has more. When Julio was back, Julio, he's been averaging more. Yeah, I mean, he had some struggles at the beginning of the season, but now that he's back, he's on he's on form. Oh, yeah, man. and I feel like Cole Beasley is cementing his spot as like the wide receiver two, which John Brown had, and so now if they're both getting like a big part of the targets, then I don't really feel good with Diggs being like top five. Yeah, and not to mention that run game firing up. I mean, like Falcons, Mm -hmm. their run game dominates in like inside the two, where they run into uh, Gurley for the touchdown. Other than that, their run game isn't anything special. And I think um, Bills they have something good going with that Singletary and Moss combo, so they'll they'll run a decent amount. So yeah, so yeah, I got I got Digs at Digs at seven after Julio, and then at eight I have Calvin Ridley, Julio's teammate. I mean. He's been playing up until his injury. He was playing. He was playing lights out. I mean, he was he was the number one wide receiver at one point until you know Devonta Adams came back. But still, he's he's still like an amazing threat. I just feel like uh, with Julio playing as he is, uh, Ridley's gonna start declining a bit. But he's still he's still number eight for me. And then uh, Michael Thomas, the, the like the disappointment of the year. I have him as number nine. Um, I just think. He can't continue his bad form, but I don't want to put him too high because just with Jameis Winston coming in, it could be a good thing. It could be a bad thing because they might become more reliant on Kamara and Jameis Winston's But you arm. put Michael, Michael Thomas? Michael Thomas, I put nine. Yeah, he's not even the top 15 for me. He's I didn't even like, put him in my honorable mentions. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even have him in like 
He's so bad. Yeah. So and just just the reason, just the reason I did last year. Godwin and Evans. Last year was so good. Last year, no, nah, yeah, even Michael Thomas, but Jameis Winston as well. Mike, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, two of the top fantasy receivers, and I feel like if they give Jameis the reins, if they don't run it through Kamara, I think I think Michael Thomas can benefit. Mm-hmm. The thing is, Kamara's so heavy yeah. in the receiving game too. Like, yeah, like Michael Thomas I mean, is a rain, like his wrath is kind of taken away by Kamara. Like he goes like six yards and then slants in. When Kamara has like a check down four yards down the field and can do more with open field than Michael Thomas can. I just I just can't imagine Michael Thomas not coming back to form. I mean, last season he broke so many NFL records. He was the number one fantasy scoring wide receiver by a good margin. I just think there's no way that he can't be in my top ten because I mean. Given one more, if he does bad for another week, then I think I'll consider it. But it's only been two games back, so I feel like there's got to be some like regaining of form for Michael Thomas. He just and looked then, really bad in game two. Like he just run three yard ins and outs, and then also slams. But like his deep routes, also he didn't seem like he was trying. Just like Godwin, he just like didn't seem like he was trying off the line. We'll see. I mean, I do. I see, I see where y'all are coming from, but just I just don't. I just can't see it. Like if he just given how he played last year, I just can't see it. And then number 10, finally, I had Terry McLaurin. Uh, just good schedule. QB play, get, like the QB isn't amazing, but he is the number one option on that team. They have a good run game going, Antonio Gibson, J.D. McKissick, but besides McLaurin, I mean, their number two is probably Lance Thomas, the tight end, who isn't, who isn't doing too much. So I think, I think McLaurin, easy number one option there. I think he's going to do good. Yeah, Logan Thomas. Is that what I said? I heard Lance. I don't know. Oh, yeah, Lance. I think he's in the NBA. Logan Thomas, yeah. Oh, I had A Rob in my top ten. Where at number ten? Yeah, and I had I, I put him. I, I put him on Terry at like eight. I think I had A Rob before Terry. A Rob before Terry. Wide receiver in I I had him. I would have him against Terry, but with Foles out, they got some like third stringer in. I don't see it. He That's saw the true. Cowboys fell apart. Bears are already a trap. I guess since Bears are a bad offense, they can't fall off as much as the Cowboys. Yeah. But it's still going to be hard for him. Yeah, I mean, it, I guess it depends, yeah, because Foles might be out, he might be in. It's Because yeah. they have a bye, so they, they do have time. Okay, let's go. Running back rankings, number one, I don't know if this can be disputed, Alvin Kamara. You already know I'm going uh, to debate that. All right, let's yeah. hear it. Probably probably let's hear it, let's hear it. Okay, I'll, I'll keep this short for y'all because we're, we've been going pretty long. So, I got Cook over Kamara. It's simple. This year, his points per game is 27.1. Kamara's is 27.4. So you got 0.3 over Cook points per game. So I can see why you want Kamara. But the thing that's going to make me put Cook over Kamara is Winston, right? Winston is not the type of QB who's going to do checkdowns. And Kamara is pretty much running back and wide receiver. So that's why I think Kamara's going to have less receptions. And his role is going to be used more as a running back because Winston's going to be airing it out more. And that's why I got Cook because of his workload. I just think – I think Kamara, he's going to get fed no matter what. He could get fed even more with Winston coming in, less trust in the QB perhaps. But I think Kamara remains one. Cook has a tough he's, – he's good, but he has a tough schedule. And I think Kamara's passing game work, even if it takes a bit of a dip, I think that just puts him over the top. My thing is that when you have, like, QB, like, backup QB, and, like – Literally in game, if things are going wrong, they're gonna go to the player they trust like the most, and that's just gonna be Kamara in like the the uh, backfield, not the backfield, but like whatever the flats, and like 
rather than like making dumb mistakes like he used to in the past, I think he's like kind of improving from that. And he would make the smarter choice to dump it up to Kamara and let Kamara do the work rather than throw a deep bomb every time. Plus, Cook has to like Adam Thielen's still like an amazing wide receiver. Yeah. And, like, Kirk Cousins will like throw to him. He's not like Cook's not a checkdown type of running back, right? Like if he's running routes, he's gonna run decent yeah. routes, right? He, he's only a couple. But yeah, yeah they, he gets, he's he's more of a checkdown back than someone you design Ross to. So obviously Kamara first makes sense. I'm just arguing because I got Cook on my team. So yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I think Aaron I mean, Jones is first. No, saying saying that, I got Dalvin Cook at number two because he is he is just a beast. So there's nobody. I've Henry at number two. Oh, you did. Okay, I I yeah. put Cook there just because he gets consistent touchdowns. There, Henry, Henry at two. Yeah, yeah. Henry against Dude, okay, against okay. his bad matchup. Henry comes alive. Yo, chill. Henry, we've been underestimating Henry just because of his few bad games like these past three. Not nah, because, but no, because okay, he has zero passing game. role, and yeah. if. Huh? He's so game script proof because we saw against the Colts, they just stopped using him at the end. They brought out uh, Jeremy Nichols or some some the backup yeah, yeah, one the to backup. catch the passes. No, I'm just saying like rest of the season, like Henry's gonna be unstoppable, especially three greens in the playoffs. That's like just when it's the playoffs, most important. Though. Coming up to the playoffs, he has he has tough matchups, and as we've seen past two weeks, red matchups are not a good thing for Derrick Henry. Down we Cook, seen, I think when he like we've seen Cook score 15 against a shutdown Bears defense. I think and even be earlier, early in the season, for, like even the Colts that Henry struggled against, he had 17, which is a solid number. Yeah, he has a very good four, in my opinion. I still have Henry fourth, so I have I Henry. I have I have Henry third. I would have uh, McCaffrey ahead of him. That's probably what you have, but uh, yeah. just because I just because of injury, I put McCaffrey at fourth. I have Cook, I have Cook um, third, and then. CMC fourth, and then yeah, and then my fifth. I is have gonna, Aaron Jones fifth. I'd like you to know yeah, that. Yeah, same. Yeah, as me as well. You guys got that? Okay. Yep. Yeah, good schedule. Good. Good player and receiving role. So yeah, number five, Aaron Jones. Number six, I think this might be a surprise. I put Nick Chubb. Same. You did. Yeah. What did you have? Me, James. Yeah. Say that again. J Rob. Robinson. Jay Rob, okay. Because he's really the like, only one that can make things happen on the Jaguars right now. He has like he's not one of the hardest uh, playoffs exactly. schedule, which is why I have him eighth. But you have him two spots ahead. I just I also I also court. have I have Robinson. Wait, eighth this is well. Minnesota, Tennessee, Baltimore, and Chicago. It's only one red. No, but I mean that's like what Yahoo says. But they're all shut down. Like yeah, they're, they're crazy. Really yeah, because yeah, I feel like Damian so far go off against Baltimore. Or hmm? yeah, who's the Patriots? Yeah, yeah, the he Patriots did, did, yeah, he did. He went off against Baltimore, right? Yeah. That was that was rainy day though, right? Because I guess rain rain uh, makes yeah. it. Yeah. Baltimore played. Anyways, but you, I think you have Baltimore's D. You know how like you know how good they are most of the time. Yeah, so I put I put James Robinson at eight just because he's like he's been Same. playing well. He's been playing well against these good matchups, but when the hard matchups come, I'm not sure exactly how yeah. well he can do. Thompson I just think like the Jaguars suck in like every literally every position. Like they're actually such a bad team. Even though, like, are you dissing Chark? <laughs> Chark is the Chark. Okay, he's good. Chark is solid. Cole is good too. But like, they don't have a quarterback to throw to them, and they just give the ball to Robinson when like times I mean, it needs. Like, fourth and fourth. One good right. game, one bad game. So I guess it's not it's not too telling. Yeah, we just got him two spots lower, so he. We, I still think he's good. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. good. Well, I just Charles, think like he's questionable. Chubb even is even really like good in football, like just yeah. as a football player. I think Chubb. Okay, so, yeah, Chubb is a great runner. That's a great run team, and he has some good matchups. That's why I put him at six. Yeah. So since we have six and eight the same, who do you have seventh? 
I put Miles Sanders. I have Miles Sanders. Dave, yeah. let's go. Yeah, I, have Sanders Sanders. I mean, he's just he's three down feed. role for Eagles. Eagles have a decent O line, so I think that's just that's just enough to put him up there because so many committees nowadays. Last game. Yeah, I'm, if he had one of those two touchdowns, twelve yeah. more points, or two, both of those, or just one. Corey Clement yeah. and Boston Scott taking touchdowns over Sanders. I don't think that's going to be that's a weekly so thing. Rare. Yeah, that's not going to happen. That's yeah. so annoying. Okay, Raj, so, yeah. who do you got like seventh and eighth then? Uh, seventh, I had Chubb. Okay. And then, I don't know my eighth. Because I had Carson, but then like I've been looking Just at say Sanders because he's on your team. No, I had I had Sanders. Uh, wherever everyone else had Sanders. Oh, yeah, no. Oh, you seven? said, okay, Sanders okay, seventh. seventh. Seven, Sanders seven, so then Chubb eight, and then I probably say Swift yeah, yeah, yeah. nine, Swift nine. Okay. okay, I put Carson nine. I put Josh Jacobs nine, just because the amount of opportunities he gets. I know his backups so have bad. been outplaying it, so but I just feel like I just feel like the way he gets. Josh Jacobs fed, be the worst player in the NFL. You know why? It's because Josh Jacobs, out of all the running backs in the NFL, he faced the most stacked boxes, which is like really hard to compete against because. The Raiders have barely any – they don't use rugs correctly, so they can't extend the field. They only have Waller. If they shut down Waller, all they have left is Jacobs. So he faces yeah. all these stacked boxes, and it's so hard for him to produce. Just, just the fact that he gets the amount of carries that he does, I just – I thought he should mm-hmm. be in my top ten. It was I, was I was a bit conflicted because there is good running backs. Chris Carson, Joe Mixon, DeAndre Swift. I think those are yeah. a couple of guys that are at – the level of Josh Jacobs, I just put him because of the opportunity that he gets. Yeah, yeah Mason rounded out my top ten, and then my mention honorable mentions were Jacob Swift and Connor. No, okay. no Gibson. Uh, I didn't have Gibson either. I think I just think uh, McKissick taking McKissick's, all of that work yeah. and all of those oh, snaps. Yeah, I think it's just all the PPR work a bit too unreliable. Yeah, PPR. A standard league, I can I can like see the argument, but PPR, I don't think. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, my number 10 was Joe Mixon. I'm not sure how he'll split will be with Giovanni Bernard, but before his injury, he was playing well and getting passing game work. So, I think yeah, Bernard was on there. the sideline. They, they exactly. Barely, I think it will go back to that. Yeah, just my, just my thing is because uh, Bernard has been playing, like, pretty well. So, I think that he might get some work. Kind of, like, maybe kind of like a Mike Davis-CMC situation. I think Davis got a decent amount of snaps when CMC came back. So, I think it'll be something similar to that. But Pranav said he only got snaps in, like, garbage time whenever he came back. That's no, he had, well, like, he had – okay, throughout the game, I was watching, right, he had – Mike Davis had four rushes and one reception. And then after CMC got hurt, he had four more receptions. So, he, he pretty much had, like, a 5% role. He was pretty irrelevant. They said he was going to have a role, but he, he clearly didn't. Yeah, yeah. I, I heard it would be like an 80-20, right? That's what I heard. Yeah, before. it definitely wasn't. I think Mixon maybe, but they might just say that again because a lot of coaches kind of just put whatever yeah. out there. I th- it, it, it just depends on his role because if Mixon mm-hmm. is like the clear cut back, he gets so many opportunities. I think number 10 is good for him. Yep. And then honorable mention, I had DeAndre Swift, a good schedule, and I think he's getting like the lead back role now. Kareem yeah, Hunt. he's like 100%. Kareem Plus, Hunt. Detroit's being pretty surprising, like, the way they've yeah. been playing. It's kind of... They've been playing pretty well. And Swift has been playing well, too. Yeah. I had I had Hunt at another honorable mention because of schedule, Ooh. passing game work, and then Chris Carson, my final honorable My mention. 10 was Gibson, but, like, I see the argument. Like, I think it's Gibson just because, like, McKissick isn't really a good running back. He's more of a check down mm-hmm. back. Like at the end of the day, yeah. when it does come to the running game, yeah, that's Gibson gets game scripted out. They're never going to be up. They're exactly. going to always use McKissick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's, it's getting so like 
Like because yeah. it gets like mid-teen targets per game, and he dominates snaps just because they're down. So yeah, that's, that's the only reason. I mean, like, uh, if they if if Washington was a good football team, I could see the argument, but they're just down too often. All right, so yeah, that wraps up running backs. Final spot, tight end, which has been awful this year. Awful right now as well with Kittle out. Ertz playing, like, in it, first of all, injured, but also playing bad. It's just tough. Number one has to be Travis Kelsey. Yeah, easily. Oh, my God. He's, like, miles above everyone else. Yep. Number two, Darren Waller. I also don't know if that one can be. That one. Can yeah, be he's set. He's set in, like, a second tier by himself. They're both by themselves in their tiers, I would say. All right, and then number three, I put Mark Andrews. Good schedule. Nick Boyle out for the season. Should be sixth. Sixth, really? Yeah. I just, I just feel like, I just feel like he'll get more opportunities now. And then Ravens. Hopefully, will try to implement something more in the pass game. They've been run heavy, heavy, heavy this season. So I think mm-hmm. if they do more passing, if they play more of the game as a passing game, I think Andrews will get work immediately. So then I'm curious, who'd you have before Mark Andrews? All right, so this is going to be a very controversial one, but I got right. Gronk third. Gronk third, really? Gronk All right, third. I had – I think okay, he'll so, be there for the playoffs. He's gonna they literally finish. have an end zone route that goes to Gronk, like, guaranteed. I was watching NFL mic'd up, and, like, like Tom Brady calls it, like, at least once every game. It's just, like, a play action, and then Gronk runs right through the middle, and he's going he's gonna to beat any linebacker he's on, especially with the hands he has. So, like, yeah, I've got really high up, too. I got these, like, in the same tier. I have Gronk, then I have Hurst, who has been pretty surprising. He's had 15.7, 12.8, 10.4, 13.2. He's, like, good, a good floor. He's very consistent. That's all you can ask for a tight end at this point because they're so bad. And then I have Hawkinson. He's, like, he's a, he was a rookie last year. Without Galladay, he's been getting a lot of targets. Even when Galladay comes back, I think they'll continue to give him the ball. Yeah, so I, so I thought – I just saw – I saw Hawkinson's work without Galladay, and I thought it would keep on going. I put Hawkinson at four. I think I like he's just he's a complete tight end. He's been playing really well, yeah. and I think he's a good threat. And then for number five, I did put Rob Gronkowski. I would have him higher, except just a lot of weapons on that team again: Godwin, yeah. Evans, AB. So I think this Gronk, is like all has, one big tier, though. So it's yeah. like pretty yeah, close. yeah, that's fair. So yeah, Gronk five, and then I did have Hayden Hurst at uh, six. He's, I mean, with with Ridley back it, again, it's more competition, but he ha- he has a solid floor. He he's consistent. So yeah. How about you, Rod? Um. So I had yeah Kelsey Waller first, and then I had uh, Hawkinson third, and then Gronk fourth, and I don't really know who I want to go as my fifth. I kind of want to say Gasecki because he's only one tight end. Mark Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews. Yeah, he's not even Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, no, I had Mark Andrews pretty low because, like, but then Boyle got, like, injured. So, I don't know. Like, I haven't done research. But, like, I had Mark Andrews high. But, like, I don't know. I just, like, Lamar looks at – he just, like, spreads the love so much. Like, right, there's never, yeah. like – the tight end's not really a reliable option in Baltimore. It's not like – it's not like a Dallas-type situation yeah. with Witten. I guess it's just um, my same thing from last year, how, like, I saw – I saw Andrews playing well last year. And I, I feel like – some of it has to come back. I mean, even last yeah. game, he played pretty well. That was probably his best game of the season that he had last week. Um, I don't exactly remember the stats. Give me a second, but he, he played. Nine targets, seven receptions, 61 yards. So, yeah, 13 points yeah. with no touchdowns is still really good. Like, he had 20 against Washington, but he had two touchdowns, which is, like, 
So we take away his two touchdowns and targets. That's he had six points that game without a touchdown. <laughs> I mean, that's that's his thing though. He's a he's a red zone threat. He scores touchdowns. Yeah, and without touchdowns, he's pretty bad. But then, yeah, so he went we, with such we, a drought without touchdowns. He went like six weeks without touchdowns. Yeah, yeah I mean, the thing is, the thing is, in in those easier matchups, he dominates. Browns started the season twenty two point eight, Washington football team mm-hmm. twenty point seven, Cincinnati Bengals seventeen point six, Eagles were it was an off game. Oh, Except he that's actually still, has a good playoff. That's still three out of four. Exactly, he plays Browns again. He plays he plays Jags. I feel like with those easier matchups, I think the good games will come for him. Mm-hmm. Also, Antonian guys. I didn't. I didn't have Tanyan. So I'll I'll round out my <laughs> list because. <laughs> I mean, beyond these guys, it gets it gets hard because they're inconsistent, so it's hard to say. But I, I run about out Noah Fant seven, uh, just not that many options on that team. Uh, Dude, I, Dallas yeah, I Goddard. Like Dallas Goddard. Block, can't make anything happen. I just I just feel like they don't have that many options on the team beyond Judy. I feel like Fant is the number. They have two, Judy. They have Tim Patrick. Um, yeah. I don't know who really who. That's about, that's about Drew Lock, I was watching him play. He's so bad. He's just like a Carson Wentz type player. He's pretty good. He's just, like, slow. But he's good. Yeah, yeah. He just gets yeah. sacked a lot, which is kind of annoying. So, yeah, I threw I threw Goddard in eight because Wentz loves his tight ends, and I feel like that should be a good connection. Evan Ingram, yeah. nine. Uh, he gets he gets decent targets. I, he's he's inconsistent, very inconsistent, except I think he gets he gets good looks. I like Ingram. He he's, just, he's incorporated in the offense really well. With the yeah, he is. There's, like there's plays, like, red zone plays and stuff for yeah. him. So, I that's why I put him there. He has drops, but. You got to put him there, given the tight end situation. I put Hunter Henry at 10, just the way Herbert's been playing. He should be there. And then Ebron was my honorable mention. I have Ebron in my top 10. Where at? I think I had him at 10, just because he's like a waiver picker up and pick, pick up, and he's doing as well as he is. Plus, like, Steelers are going to score yeah. most games. But, like, not even that without scoring, he's been doing pretty good. Like, I think he uh, actually, yeah, he's like, he got eight targets and then five, six, which are good for tight ends. Because tight ends usually have uh, curl targets or whatnot, so they're going to catch it most amount of times. That's true. So, yeah. Pranav, any any major differences there? No, I had Fan 7th, Henry 8th, Hunter Henry. Then I had Ingram 9th, and Goddard 10th, because I'm frustrated with him. But <laughs> he can definitely go up because, I mean, Eagles played so trash last time, and he had 7, which isn't – Bad for a tight end, I guess. Yeah, and I think Ertz yeah. is out at least one Eagles player. Huh? What'd you say? I don't huh? think I'll ever have any Eagles player in, like, the top ten, except, like, Miles Sanders. Sanders. <laughs> such a bad team. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So, okay, so that's it for the rest of the season rankings. Let's blow through our pick for this week. I miscommunication, then. All right, go ahead, go ahead, go, go. All right, Cardinals Seahawks. I got Seahawks. Let Russ cook. He's gonna he's gonna pop off. The Seahawks defense is bad, but I think Seahawks. I agree. I think Cardinals. All right, next game: Titans Ravens. I got I got Titans to be honest. I have Titans, but I have Baltimore D, so I kind of want the I want it to be a low scoring defensive game to where so it's like three. Ravens. I just I yeah like it's same thing like the Warriors have been playing amazingly, so I I think Titans. When Henry gets shut down, I feel like the Titans kind of lose their sense of, like, what to, they go into, like, panic mode. I feel like Ravens are going to shut them down, and their defense will do the bulk of the work. That's going to that's gonna be a really good game to watch, I think. Mm-hmm. All right, Lions, Panthers. I think Lions. Swift, like, getting his groove. 
and then Galladay back. I think that's got to be Lions. And yeah, it was Teddy Bridgewater's injury yeah. and CMC out. I think Lions will take this one. All right. I'm going with Rogers agreeing with us. Lions. All right. Okay, okay. Oh, you can? Okay, good. Next, next game know. that we were talking about, Lions-Panthers. Me and Pranav both went Lions. What were we thinking? Uh, Panthers. Panthers, really? No yeah. CMC? They've been doing good without CMC. Mike Davis has been, like, balling. Bridgewater's injured, though. He might not play. I don't know. He I don't know how to do that more. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I didn't like I can, I can see, I I can see it. It's a close game. I'll, I can see Panthers, right? All right. Eagles-Browns. I got Browns. Eagles just haven't been playing well. I also got Browns. Raj? Browns, 100%. Never going to take Eagles for anything. Yeah. All right. Patriots-Texans should be a good one. I think Patriots played well enough against the Ravens to – to merit, like, a dub here. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like the Patriots on this one, too. They have a good well, one. I think D. as much as they've been playing bad with Bill, Bill Pelagic, he can't, he can't go that, have that bad yeah. this year. All right, this should be a good one. Packers-Colts. I got Pack. Packers. Yeah. Rod? Yeah. Packers. I hope Aaron Jones scores. Four just the offense is just so much better. <laughs> Bro, this, this might be the best game of the season. Steelers-Jaguars. Ooh. I'm upset, upset. Dude, upset? Steelers are the yeah, worst yeah. 9-0 team of all time. They're okay. first. Yes, but they're still a this good the team Jaguars. who can beat the Jets. The Steelers. Steelers. If the Steelers were like 6-3, and three, they would still be a good team. And no one would be like yeah. demeriting. The, the, yeah, easily yeah, exactly. easily Steelers. No, but I can easily see Steelers losing to, to one of the good teams. Like, they're not they're – not, to a good team, yes. To a good team. Yeah. Man, I think they, they, they almost lost to us. The Cowboys play well that game. All right, Falcons Saints has to be Saints, in my opinion. <sighs> I think it'll be a shootout yeah. just because those like Saints defense is really good, but just yeah. those offenses are so explosive. I think Falcons at the very end, they're not going to choke. The, the, the way the Saints mm. played against the Bucks, like even with Jameis Winston, I think it has to be. I like Rogers' pick. I'm gonna go with Falcons just because I don't think Winston will find his groove fast enough. I think he'll struggle first half. Also, All who's right. their CB2? Okay, so Lattimore would be... Marshall Lattimore, Lattimore and... Uh, Lattimore has been pretty bad this season. He has, he right. has. He's ranked... No, I thought he picked up uh, Mike Evans. He, no, he, he is their number one. 70 out of 90. He's their number one corner, but he's not that well. He's not that good, I mean. Yeah, exactly, so then you, let's say you double Julio. Who's going to guard Ridley? You double Ridley. Who's going to guard Julio? Yeah. And then you double yeah. I mean, they, I think they – Janoris Jenkins, is that who they have? Yeah, Jenkins, Jenkins. Jenkins yeah. has been playing better than Lattimore, but they've both been playing pretty bad. Yeah. I just think the Saints defense takes them over the top. Bengals-Washington football team. Good Burrow. I'm going to go with him. I think – I feel like football team takes this, you know, because they, they, have, they have a decent, like, roster. They haven't been playing well, but, like, good defense. And their oh, offense, the Ronnie like, game got canceled. <laughs> 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 All right, Roger, you got Bengals football team. Um, Bengals. Joe Burrow's been playing like absolutely really really impressive. Yeah. Even though I'll, Washington's defense is amazing, but still, he's shown yeah. veteran tendencies. Like his stats may not say it because Herbert's like been playing better, but just like the way he controls the game. Uh, some I was watching this that guy who was talking about how sometimes Herbert will make situations harder for himself. Like Baker Mayfield does this too. Like the pocket will collapse. And Baker will like run backwards out of the pocket instead of running slightly. <laughs> so it's a college and tendency, like, I think, because that yeah, yeah, that's the worst in college. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Cowboys Vikings. 
Dallas. As much as I want to say Cowboys. Nah, you are. I have to. I have to. It's just the hometown team. Cowboys. Yeah. Cowboys. All right. Chiefs, Raiders. <sighs> Not a bad game. I think that would be funny. I mean, they lost to the Raiders the first time. They did. Yeah, but like... The thing is, they're not going to do it again, though. They're not. Yeah, it's Chiefs. It has gonna, to be. Not. You don't bet against the Chiefs, class. to be honest. You don't It'll be a good game, though. It'll be good. Yeah. And I don't. Right. I just don't trust the Raiders to score on every possession. And like, the yeah, they, they're yeah. so good. They have a good offense, though. All right. Uh, Dolphins, Broncos. Dolphins. Dolphins. Dolphins are yeah. so playing good. way too well to bet against them. They're playing way too well. Chargers has been playing bad. Not like a rookie quarterback. He's been playing. Yeah. He's been playing well. All right, Jets, Chargers. That has to be Chargers. The Jets are just not yeah. a good team. Yeah, so not gonna win I would go underdog Jets, but they're like just so, it's so they're, sad. They're so bad. I mean, they, they released their best cornerback, Pierre Desir. They released him. Yeah. It's hoping yeah, to be bad. Two picks against the Broncos. I remember watching that. Yeah, he, he has four picks on the season, which is like, I think, top five in the league or something. Probably. That would get him. All right, final game. Monday night should be a good one. Rams, Buccaneers. I got Bucks. Yeah, Rams. Rush. Bucks. 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 Yeah. yeah. Why, why do you have Rams? Rams offense is sorry in my opinion. Like, I mean, their defense, yeah, at first I thought they were kind of overrated, but they shut down Ross. I think they can do the same to Brady. If they do it to Brady, they have Rojo and Fournette, both pretty trash, even though Rojo had a good run last time. I don't like it, either of them. And even though Bucks have a good run defense, I think this is where Woods and Cup shine as like a good wide receiver duo. And I just like McVay is like my favorite coach. He's so good. I think I think he's gonna give the CMB yeah. upside. I think I think if the Rams played the way that they did against the Seahawks, they they'll win this game because their mm-hmm. defense was locked down. But I just don't know if yeah. they can keep that up because the Bucks, Tom yeah. Brady, experience weapons. I think Bucks mm-hmm. take that. All right, final thing. We're done with the pick on that's all the games for this week. Final thing. One player that you think will break out. Someone who's under the radar who you think will do well this week. Oh, I have a good one for this. Okay, Rod, you go. Go, go, go. There's this guy named Michael Pittman Jr. And, like, he makes YouTube videos. He's, like, destroying, but he actually got to the league. (laughs) And, like, yesterday was his, like, first – not yesterday. Last week was his first game as, like, I think wide wide receiver three. And he has a, like – how do I say this without sounding bad? He has, like, a Michael Hardman type role. Like, he does jet sweeps, and then he's also deep threat. Yeah, deep threat and then running game. So Yeah, yeah. I think – I think he was he was looking good before he got injured, right? This season, I think he had an injury and he recently came back. I that was, might have been it because I just yeah, he was yeah, on yeah, my yeah, sleeper yeah. list for the draft. Even though I didn't end up drafting him because I did a mock draft with Hiroki and I took Pittman. So in the actual draft, Hiroki took Pittman, so I was like, <laughs> which sucked. And like he hasn't been producing until now, so I think now's like a good a good breakout time for him. Yeah. Plus he has all greens and grays after this week. What about this week, huh? though? This week, this week breakout. We're talking this week breakout. Oh, okay, okay. I still think, yeah, Packers, because how do Packers match up against, um, like, not Wildcat? What's the yeah, offense called? Like, the yeah, their I mean, defense Andy against Reed the offense. air is trash. They're yeah. So bad. Yeah, they have high I air. Like, I like that. Jair, Jair yeah, might be yeah. in, but he's going to be on Hilton. Exactly. That's like, what I'm saying. That's all they have. Pascal. All yeah. right. Pranav, who you got? I really like this pick. Y'all might have seen it when I picked him up from waivers. But I'm going with David Moore on the Seahawks. And you guys Damn, are going to see him I should have dropped him. He's so, going to be so good. These are the stats I picked up. Last four games of the snap count. 35%, went to 29, went to 52, went to 61. 
Last game, he had 61% of snaps. Routes run 17 to 15 to 24 to 31. And this is going to be the highest total game this week. And Tyler Lockett might not even play this week. So it's like the perfect storm for David Moore to go off. I think he's going to have a good game. All right. And then I, my I, pick, I completely agree. That was a good pick. Like, I, yeah, I, I like David Moore. I mean, uh, Seahawks are one of my favorite teams. I got Russ on my fantasy team, and I've seen David Moore play. And he's, he's skilled. Like, he gets shadowed because of DK and Lockett, but he's yeah, a good player. On any other I, team, so, yeah. I feel like he'd be a wide receiver too. I got someone who is on my fantasy team, LaMichael P. Ryan. Coach said that Ooh. he's gonna get he's gonna get the bulk of the work, so the organization can determine if he will be their number one uh, RB for the future. So they said he'll get work. Chargers not an amazing run defense, and their pass defense is good. So I think they'll start feeding Pirine a good amount, and he has a good passing game role in case of negative games, which will probably happen. So yeah, I like Pirine for this week, and even the rest of the season, he has some good matchups. So yeah. The reason I don't agree with that is just because the Jets are such a bad offensive team. They are. Like, they just had... can't expect him to produce. Like, he can play well. It's just that it's fan- it won't produce in fantasy. Like, nine points in fantasy is not that good. But then when you look at the stats, like, 15 rushes for 90 yards. That's really good. But, like, then it, like, re- like, reduces to nine I just, points. I just, I just feel like with the, with the Chargers' defense, like, the fact that their passing defense is so much better than their run defense, I think Pierre yeah. can have a, have a good – have a good game. Pirine's, he has the, the catching workload, too. So, I think that's a good pick. All right. He can go off. So, that should conclude our first episode. If y'all have any last-second thoughts, say them. But I think that's good. We had our we had our rest of the season list. We had our pick up for week 11, who we thought was going to win. And then, finally, got a couple of good a couple of good players. That I think I, like all three of us have solid players who can definitely pop off. So, yeah. All right. Good stuff. Adios. We'll see you all next time. Episode 2. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. See you guys. Adios.